Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets here on UBN Go or United Broadcasting Network. You can follow us on Facebook, BetweenTheSheetsPodcast.com is our website. Instagram, QTE Brett, that's me. And um, YouTube, we finally have a YouTube page. It's Between the Sheets with Gay Ann Bruno, so please subscribe. Um, wow, okay. Hold on, I have to take a breath. I want to thank Ken Phillips. Let me start with thank you, Ken. Um, We have a guest in our studio today. I know we've posted it all over. I am honored to have her here. Um, She's amazing. She's funny. She's just done everything. And she's a groundbreaker in the uh, Asian American community. I'm going to cry. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, And, you know, as you all know, she was one of the first people that actively came out to support the LGBT plus um, community a long time ago when no one was. So she also has a partner with her. The actual star of the show today is Mm -hmm. Lucia. And we want to welcome to Between the Sheets, Margaret Cho. Hi. Thank you. Yay. That's so nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, um... I love those applause. I know it's all the time. Freaking hokey. Um, You know what? I know we have a cuss jar, and we didn't use it last time, and we're not going to use it this time. Um, Not at all. (laughs) I want everyone to feel comfortable. And by the way, I did post something on Facebook that said women who cuss are the most honest. So you've got a lot of honest women. We're also the most intelligent. And the most intelligent. Fucking right, right, baby. Yeah, baby. Also, let me just say, margaretshow.com is her website. Yes. Um, But let's start off with your tour yes uh 2019 tour fresh uh fresh off the bloat yes tour? yes <laughs> um, <laughs> and she will be in this area again go to margaretshow.com to find the dates in your area but october 19th she'll be in palm springs mm-hmm. and november 8th she'll be at the largo in los angeles oh, I love yes that place. oh yeah it's great it's great so um it. like tell us about the show um well it's a lot of just uh, trying to stay uh, sort of positive, stay gay, stay alive during this terrible mm. Trump time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes. really horrifying yes, yes. and horrifying for immigrants and horrifying for women and horrifying for gay people, like all of us, everything that we are. It's really scary. Mm. All the little things, you know. And men too, of course. Oh, for everybody. Everyone's scared. Everybody's scared, but he's li- yeah. like legit mentally ill. No, like, he really is. And <laughs> the thing about it is that I know Republicans are sorry, but they're so afraid of being wrong. Yes. And they yes. don't want to show that, so that they're that's why they double down on him. And it's like such a difficult time. It's so crazy. And it's, I don't know... Every day I'm like trying to make sense of it and trying to think like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, we always thought like things were so bad before. Before Obama, we thought things were really bad. Oh my God, he makes (laughs) Bush Jr. seem like Kennedy. Seriously. W was a great president. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole show is really about how the Bush administration was great. And we need to get back to it. I know, right? (laughs) Make America great again with Bush. I know. I mean, it's so so horrible, but I mean, there's got to be something good that's going to come out of it so you know hopefully that's what the show will be and that's what we're all hoping that it we'll looks get like something we've good hit rock bottom yeah. the only way is up right yeah correct right, right. but i, I mean so. i'm trying to look at it from a positive spiritual thing yeah it's kind of like things happen for a reason right i'm trying to really convince myself that yeah, this is yeah. what this is yeah so it's like you know this idiot is in charge right now mm-hmm. kind of hopefully i pray to whoever 
he gets out of office. Yeah. Um, how, what is you? I mean, we usually. Who do you think? Who's your? Who do you think the front runner is? If you want to state that in, mm. for the Democratic or Independent Party. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Me too. Without a doubt. Oh my God, I oh want God. her. Without so a bad. doubt. Yeah. She is the most prepared lesbian. She, I don't think she's a lesbian, but she's very. <laughs> yeah. She she seems like I'll one in a good her. way. She should be one. In a good way. Too. I yeah. wish she was. But I wish she is so prepared. She's got a plan for it. Yes. She has a she plan knows for that everything. She, she has to. It's just. It's like when I see her, I go, "This is why women excel because we have to be so many more times better than the men." Always mm-hmm. to do anything, and she she's got it. And I agree. She's had it, and she's gonna do it. I think she's really, she's an amazing candidate. We'd be lucky if she was president. Yeah. Oh my we goodness, would. we would. We would be so. We would be in such good shape if uh, she took over. I mm-hmm. totally agree. She mm-hmm. can she can save this. She can make it better. Yes, I sure. agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But, so go ahead, anyone. That, yeah, I think that the DNC needs to stop shoving Joe Biden down our throat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. do they keep doing that? Right. It's that thing we of like, man. they think that they're going to like shoot for the middle. But the thing is that that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's because he's not he's not the guy. He's no, not. He's no. not. I mean, he's sort of representative of a kind of like when, d- you know, the Dems and the Republicans were, were like closer together. But now we're so far apart. Right. We need somebody who's really we need a real politician that's. Elizabeth Warren. I mean, but do you think, you know, with the whole Hillary debacle, Mm -hmm. do you think that, I mean, I love her. Mm -hmm. I think she should be president. Yeah. Do Do you think the Democratic Party will vote for a woman. Do you still think there's an issue with having a woman in charge? I I I want them. I want I want them to. You really get real about that. Like, look, let's look at like all of the biases that we have and that the biases that they had against Hillary, which were not viable. But, you know, sexism is strong. Misogyny is strong. People Mm -hmm. will convince themselves. Even women will convince themselves that a woman is not right for the job for no reason. Right. So it's like we've got to confront that enemy within, which is our own internalized sexism, our own internalized misogyny and, um, you know, call attention to it. But I feel like things are so bad right now. We we can't afford another mistake. No, we just can't. And you know what's mind boggling? And I've been reading while I read. um, But (laughs) a lot of other countries Mm -hmm. are now electing before they never did female Mm -hmm. leaders. Yeah. And it's. Amazing. And Mm -hmm. it's like this, you know, and those are countries that are not even as, I don't want to use the word evolved, but Mm -hmm. they're not as evolved as us. And yet here we have everything to our advantage. Women have an education. Women, Mm -hmm. and yet women are still paid less. Yes. Everything is women aren't good enough. Men don't like smart women. Mm. No, they don't. But the problem is then they should hate us all because we're all smart. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's just really, it's got to change. And what I don't understand is why Trump hasn't been taken out by all of the different sexual assault, you know, assault, uh, like charges against him. There's yeah, so right. many women have come forward, yet it somehow gets washed away. Yeah. You know? And but only with him. Only with like him. Like Clinton. <laughs> like Clinton. Yeah. You know, that whole big thing with Monica Lewinsky. Well, yeah. No job. You know, who gives a shit? I mean, yeah. really, did he do anything bad that was between him forget and Hillary? About, okay. Right. about Clinton. What about Al Franken? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he took... Oh, my goodness. They yeah. railroaded But what I don't understand, what it really bothers me about so Trump... Wrong. He has done, forget about that part, but he has committed treason mm-hmm. and really like bad crimes against this country. Yeah. And no one cares. No one but cares. I think all presidents do. We just, we're not supposed to know, but they all do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And he appeals to um, 
the that kind of crazy fan that will get a gun and kill a bunch of immigrants or people they per- perceive shouldn't be here and right. it's happened so many times and yet they ignore that too yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a nightmare it is totally not this i mean if someone said to me like the other day um, I said, they said, as a joke, I said, if Trump's president, I'm moving to Italy because I have due citizenship. Mm-hmm. And she goes, would mm-hmm. you really? I'm like, no. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because I have hope. Yeah. I have hope. This country is the best country out there. Yeah. yeah. I have hope. Yeah. And if I need to march or fight, and that's the thing, people, you know, don't sit here and be complacent and mm. armchair complainers. Yeah. You know, go out there, have a voice. And please do me a favor. The voting season even if everyone thinks that Trump is going to win, mm-hmm. please go out and vote because your yeah. vote does matter. It does it matter. Does. And things change. And, you know, we really we saw it with Obama. You know, people right. like really were frustrated with the Bush administration and they were looking to change and they wanted to hope and hope became his moniker. Correct. That was his campaign. And, and, you know, we did it there. And it's it, it's so important that we elect a woman. Mm. It's so yeah. important. It's time. It's it is time. time. It's it really is. beyond time. It is yeah. beyond it's been time. time. So, um, Not Margaret Thatcher again, though. Nobody <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, the Iron Lady. Oh, hold on, everyone. We have a call. Do you mind? No, no, no. Okay. Hi. Are they on tone? Hi, everybody, or whoever you are, or everybody. Oh, I, I have to listen. To yeah, you have to listen. I, have to listen. I mean, it's as if there's listening parties happening right now, um, uh, because the show is just so popular. And we have a call. Okay, do me a favor. Hey, hello, 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 hello. Can you turn? Or whoever you are, or everybody. I have to listen. Okay. What? Turn down your radio. Yeah, please. please turn down your radio. We'll talk to you, but you need to turn down the radio and not have a group conversation. Are you ready? Hello. Welcome to Between the Sheets. Hi. Hi, Gayan. It's Morgan. How are you? Hi. How are you? I am fantastic. It's wonderful to see you guys and watch you on Facebook Live right now. Oh, thank nice. you. Hey, and thanks Hello. for helping promote the show. I appreciate the extra effort and, and, and doing a street team. Absolutely. Hey, got to go gorilla. <laughs> so, darling, what is your question? Do you have a question for us? Do you have a question for Margaret? I just I think that this is a great topic, the aspect of, of uh, you know, what can we do to actually change what's going on out here? Mm. Absolutely. You know, how do we do that? Well, it's sort of, you know, the thing is, it's 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 believing in something and going out and doing something, even if it's at a grassroots level. Yes. Exactly. And yep. not giving up. Again, I keep using the word hope. It's being overused, but not giving up on this country, not giving up. Mm-hmm. on you know what we have fought for or people before us have fought for and don't let this asshole just tread all over everything and change rules i mean speak up i mean you've got your local senators and your local other people okay i don't know everybody there <laughs> <laughs> we have people that can speak up like but those they people speak up. like those people mm-hmm. we need right. change now where do you live morgan I'm in Orange County, so I'm actually in the middle of Trumpville. I actually right. have a red hat that says, Make America Kind Again. Yeah. Oh, I like oh, that. That's great. I'm in Orange County, too. Hello, neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You, you have Hi. Katie Porter. You have Katie Porter Ooh. in Orange County yes. as your representative, and she fucking rocks. Contact, she does. Contact her. See if she has some programs that she's involved in and and that would might be a great place to to start morgan it's just well, about our current, voices making a difference that's all 
Well, I'm currently working with the uh, 101 Homeless Project here in Orange County, uh, which is uh, specifically holding the Orange uh, uh, City Council, or Orange, uh, uh, oh, not City Council, but the uh, county uh, supervisors to actually use the funds in the that's set aside for the homeless. Oh, That's good. wonderful. I was unaware there were homeless in Orange County. There's a lot. <laughs> oh no, there are. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot. There, there, there is, and, and we actually have over $110 uh, uh, million dollars sitting uh, in an account for the homeless, uh, and, and uh, quite a large amount of that is set aside for uh, mental health, which is not being used. Mm-hmm. Right. That's because there is no mental health facilities right. uh, available that can handle that many people. They've they've dismantled the health care in this state dramatically since the 1980s. And and there's just nothing available. That something has to be established. So you tell them to use that money in the right way and not put it in the Republicans' pockets or just leave it standing there. Because you ask about homeless in Orange County. Well, of course they're homeless because no one's being kind to them. Yes. Because they're all fucking Republicans. So there. That's the end of my story. Actually, well, I, I, I saw that um, Orange County is a lot of uh, made the switch now. It's mostly all Democrats. Yeah, well, yes. it switched yep. over to Democrats, yeah. and we are doing Crazy. something about our homeless population, okay, unlike, unlike L.A. We are uh, well, working really LA. hard. Just calm down. L.A.'s oh, way it's true. Than Orange County, okay? It's true, but we, we're working really hard and diligently over in Orange County to do something and take care of them. So I'm very proud of Orange County for that. Well, well yay for Orange good. County. And- okay, Morgan, are you complete? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, Orange County, we're just, we're absolutely making them, uh, holding their feet to the fire and making them do it. So yes. uh, hopefully Wonderful. we can do that on a wider brace basis here throughout the state. Yeah. Well, please do. And, you know, continue as you promote my show on Facebook. And I appreciate that. Continue to do it for programs and everything in your area because you do. And just one person does actually make a difference. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Morgan. That's Morgan, our trip. Thank you, Gay Ann. Morgan, add Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Thank add, you. Add me as a friend at Roxanne Rosen on Facebook, Morgan. Okay. Sounds mm-hmm. like a deal. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks sweetheart. Have okay, a great bye-bye. weekend. Bye. I've had so many rows, yeah, actually, on Next Door. Do, we, do you have local Next Door? You know, it's yeah, the local, the local Next right? Door. Yep. And someone will post... Oh, these the homeless have all moved in again, and they're all over them, and they yes. start being really mean. rude and mean. And I just say, have some heart. These are people. Yes. These are people, and we have to start somewhere. Well, the thing it's is, it's a mess. But what Wendy said is, a lot of the homeless, a lot of them, have you know, um, I don't want to call it mental issues, but they do. They and do, there's yeah. not enough programs right. to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they you know, and then they end up getting they end up doing something, getting picked up, and where do they go? To jail. Yeah. And that is not rehabilitation. Well it's a hangover um, from a Reagan administration yes, when he yeah. closed all of the institutions right. and stopped a lot of the programs that would help the mentally ill deal with different things. And yep. it was it was like this thing of like Let's just get them out of here. Yep. And then, you know, so you had, it's, it's like this carryover. There is like this aftershock effect of, of that. And so we don't have the resources. We need to deal with it, though. It's very yeah. bad. It's, I do a lot of work with the homeless in San Francisco, too. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad there. Yeah, yeah when and I moved it's getting to, bad here, yeah. I moved up to San Francisco just to have a taste of the, uh, the life up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there between 2010 and about 2013. And I was shocked at 
how many homeless there were. But one thing I liked about it is that they were all, a lot of them were, were actually playing pianos right in the middle of the sub, you know, the mm-hmm. subway, their, their violins, they're doing all these performing things. And they really like, you know. Well, you know, I, I would just, I'm going to be the naysayer here. Um, my experience with the homeless population outside of my business mm-hmm. in Van Nuys mm. has been horrendous. Mm. These are not people that you feel sorry for. They're criminals. They're drug addicts. Probably have got some mental issues. And so, you know, those people I have compassion for. But these people are being directed by gang members. They're selling drugs. They're having pro- open in the street. And the police aren't. Are not able to arrest them for nonviolent crimes. Mm. So they're not arresting anybody, and it's a terrible, terrible problem what's happening. But where do we, what do we do with them? I don't have an answer. That yeah. is the thing. I it's don't. like we Nobody can sit does. here and talk about it, and, and but, I agree and with I what have, you're saying. I have compassion for the families who mm-hmm. struggle. For you know, they can't. It, the rent here is ridiculous, and yeah. but people go. But the thing is, okay, about gang members, and I've never been a gang banger. But you know, if you're from a certain socioeconomic class, and that is the way in your community that you were raised up to make money because no other opportunities were given to you, then that is not a choice made. It is really survival. And if no one is taking these people aside, putting them in an education system, putting them in programs to rehabilitate there them, there are no services. Then there's no, nothing. That's the, so that's even the in prison, there's so, hardly any services Exactly. Anymore. So the whole thing is, I mean, Margaret. Well, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a it's a thing of like there's just been such um, apathy from the city and what to do about it, and also um, so these tent cities grow, and then there's a lot more issues, and there is a lot more crime, and it's very difficult, and yeah. so you know it's it it becomes this thing, this problem. That feeds it on itself right you know and then um because when you're out there living on the street of course you're going to want to go into like gang activity or whatever because you're just trying to survive mm-hmm. so then then you have a more crime and then you have people like that live there are really angry about them trying to get them out and moving them so you know they've been sequestered a lot towards skid row yep. but now that downtown has become totally gentrified and you know the properties downtown are almost as expensive as like in Los Feliz or even like Beverly Hills or West Hollywood, you know? So it's like, there. where was there to go from they're there? They're in Van Nuys. It's, it's yeah. yeah but they're, they're in Van Nuys. But, no, no, no. but I mean, they're, they move, I mean, they, they're moving. They just moving tip California because, towards Van Nuys. Because you know what? The city starts to clean them up, but without having a solution, so they move on. I mean, a friend of mine lives in Ventura. There's homeless there. I mean, they're like Palos Verdes. So, I mean, they're, they're upgrading, but there's still nothing there for them them to really help them and there's more and more of them because people can't afford to live as wendy just said rent is impossible it's insane hey everybody you're listening to between the sheets our wonderful guest today is margaret show and lucia Lucia. call in 323-534-2599 oh sorry I'm retarded. Three two three five two four. I can't see the thing. That's why, because I have old people eyes. Three two three five two four two five nine nine. It's also on the bottom of the screen. So I want to transition this because it's such a smooth transition. Margaret also has a podcast, the mm. Margaret Show podcast. Cool. Is that correct? Yeah, it's just called the Margaret Show. So there's the a, Margaret Show. It's the just Margaret that. Show. Oh, the Margaret. Well, of course, yeah, but whatever. you are the yes. Like the so that's good. Margaret Show. <laughs> yes. Um, you launched it in July on July 16th. Yes. Um, 
and it's on, and I forgot the name. The Erios Network. The Erios Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about the Erios Network. It was. It's an all-women-run uh, podcast network. It's all women's podcasters, well, all women's listeners, all women. It's all women every time. That's all women amazing. producers, all women in front of and behind the microphones. You know, like it's just a. Oh, wow. So it's a female-run company, and um, but I do I do uh, interview men on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of gay men too, which is great. Uh, so our first well, guest, they are women. Well, yes. Yeah. Our first guest <laughs> is Jonathan Venice, who who's wonderful from Queer Eye, mm. who is a really really fun and great 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 friend of mine. And so we've had lots of really great people. So yeah. So what I really like about your show is mm-hmm. it's not just celebrity driven. Yeah, it's people that you already know, like people that everybody knows, like a uh, Cat Fondi was on, and then people who should be known, like Robin Tran, who is a comedian, um, and she's a uh, from Orange County, she's Vietnamese and she's a trans woman and she's a stand-up comic and she's wow. great. So there's a lot of different kinds of people that I want people to hear about, to to talk about. And so it's people you should know and people you do know. And how long is it? An hour? Yes, it's an hour. And you do it at your house? Yeah. Oh. So people just come over. Nice. Um, and then do you serve wine? No. <laughs> I, uh, I used there. To, I used to have a house beverage, which I don't anymore. Um, as I'm, I'm sober, but I, I used to serve uh, green tea with uh, marijuana butter and absinthe. Wow. And uh, it was a drink called the Green Fairy. And so nice. people would come over and I would give it, and they would fall asleep. I was like a witch. <laughs> and I would steal their kidneys. And uh, yeah, so I, I was run out of business. I can't sell those kidneys anymore. Oregon, Oregon market has gone way down. <laughs> so how much do you love Randy Rainbow? Oh, he's great. Oh he is so special. I love him. He's really amazing. I really I'm I'm so lucky that I got to work with him, but he's a great you great did? great. Yeah. We did an Orbitz commercial with Bianca Del Rio. Oh and my god. And he dipped me, Randy dipped me. So I got to dance with him and, and with Bianca and oh. uh, I we had a great time. Nice. Yeah. He's so witty. He's he's so witty. great. He's hilarious. Yeah. I know he's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah he beautiful. Is. He is absolutely gorgeous. I know Mara is obsessed. With uh, Drop Dead Diva. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am guilty. I love oh it. God. Thank you. So I know you're chomping at the bit. Go ahead, Mara. I just, no, I, I, mean, I was telling Margaret before we came on air that um, I rewatch every season, every episode, and, um, you know, Margaret plays Terry, the assistant to uh, Jane Bingham. Yes. Yes, played by... It's a uh, it's a uh, uh, Brooke Elliott, Brooke who's, Elliott who's a beautiful she, beautiful actress. Her. She's great, and yes. uh, we uh, we were all on that show for seven years, and we had the best time. We had amazing guest stars like uh, Liza Minnelli and mm-hmm. The Thunder from Down Under. Oh my god, <laughs> they were on like cool. a few times. Yes. The Thunder from Down Under were like actually like recurring. <laughs> Those boys have the most beautifully plucked eyebrows I've ever oh, seen. They're, oh they're, they're beautiful. I don't believe gay. that they're homosexual, but I you wouldn't oh. know that from that eyebrow. Like they had like the most like nineties like a strong brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Sherilyn Fenn, like a Twin Peaks yeah, eyebrow. Well, I like yeah. it. Beautiful. Did they um, do the mole? Uh, they didn't do the mole, okay. but they did have a really strong, like Elizabeth Taylor eyebrows, wow. and uh, they were all beautiful guys. And uh, <laughs> wow. But we had yeah, we had a lot of fun guest stars, what? and we had a, we had a good time down there. I love the one where they had you play like you, when you wanted to go out for that singing uh, thing, and you oh, were yes. Lady Gaga type. Yes, yes, that was great. <laughs> but I had I a singing career. Um, yes. I I was I, I was excited about that whole thing because I got to write my own songs and play them in the oh, in wow. the scheme of the show. Oh, so uh, they allowed me to do that, and I had a good time. But yeah. uh, 
yeah, we uh, we wish we could do a, like a Drop Dead Diva movie. Oh, yeah, would have been great. It would have been great. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll still be able to. But I I love you know I love that show and it's really interesting as an actor to go back and do the same character for seven years. I know. Yeah, because you really like get to know them. Really mm. successful long running show. Yeah, and, so um, it was fun. Did, did you get to do any um, ad libs in there? Or like yeah, a few. Um, because it's like a pr- procedural, you know, and I have like menopause memory, like everything leaves my mind in like You're five not seconds. That old. I'm fifty. I'm no. fifty. No. Yes, I'm fifty years old. Really? So I forget everything, and so I'll like until you're fifty-five. Oh no, it gets worse. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I I would since it's a procedural like legal mm-hmm. terms, I would actually write everything down on a post-it note, and I would just keep it right out of my vision. I would read it. So I didn't do a lot of ad libbing because I was oh like all God. of the long words, just like awesome. You Wells. were great. Yes, yes, exactly. You were great with April Balby. Is that oh April Balby's oh, wonderful? When you called her Barbie all the time, yeah. loved it. She's really a great. she's a beautiful beautiful lady, and uh, you know we got really close, and I was there when she had to put her cat down. Oh and, God! You know, like that's really like tight friendships yes. when yes. you're there with their the animals. Like yes. it was really it was very deep, and um, you know we all got to you know be a part of like and Kate had a baby during that um, she plays Kim the mean lawyer oh, I loved her she, she was, was great. great so she really was pregnant she during, was pregnant really during pregnant. Yeah, yeah and then she has a baby like so we had all of these life experiences through throughout the life of the show so it was That's fun nice. so my question the thing is is like when you're on a series or mm-hmm. anything you do develop Mm. this family yeah. over time yeah um, I work in TV so yeah. you know, whatever but um, the mass singer Oh, yes. Okay, I have to bring that up because if you just, if someone pitched it, and I know it was really mm-hmm. popular, mm-hmm. you'd go, really? Really? But mm-hmm. I was sucked in. I loved it. I it loved was so fun. it. I didn't even guess it was you. Well, that's good. Well, and then Ken didn't guess it was you, that's and good. you know Ken. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I, really loved, I really loved it. I Well, I love a wacky Asian game show. <laughs> so I was like, all for it, you know, because like they sent us like clips of the show from Thailand and from Korea, and they said they wanted to do it, and I was like so in, you know, because I love mm-hmm. any kind of crazy like Japanese games or whatever. Oh, they're so fabulous. I love it. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yes, yes, and it was so uh, crazy. It was very hot inside of the mask. Oh, I'm sure. And there was a mm-hmm. lot of uh, rehearsal and a lot of fil- fittings and a lot of. Um, being lowered from the ceiling. Really scary stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I, it was that fun. Really scary. Well, it's kind of like on your bucket yeah. list. Would yes. I ever do this? No. Did I do it? Yes. <laughs> Yay, Margaret. Oh, I wanted wow. to. Uh, well, I'm so old. Like, I was oh originally. Oh, my God. You're not old. <laughs> well, the, back in the early 90s. And you're 90s, Sagittarius, that, right? That's right, yes. Yes, I'm okay, Sag. You're Sag. But in the early 90s, I was going to do a Circus of the Stars. And um, I was going to get oh shot God. out of a cannon. No. Like, oh Carol Channing yeah, got yeah, shot yeah. out of a cannon. I know she did. So I was like, I'll do it. And then they couldn't they couldn't work out the insurance. They had to like drop the oh, whole man. Circus of the Stars franchise because it oh, was just wow. too expensive to insure the actors. That's oh, scary. Sure. Understandable. You know? Well, they used to film it. It was on CBS, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on CBS. Yeah, I was, I've been at CBS for 30 years, mm-hmm. so I've seen a lot. Yeah. But I remember they filmed it at the new studio's back on Fairfax mm-hmm. and, and it was there one day and then it wasn't yeah because they just <laughs> couldn't they, like the insurance for everybody went mm-hmm. up yeah so then they couldn't in good conscience actually make the show because they were doing dangerous things I mean it was like being on Jackass yeah 
They got the cannons too. Yeah. But nobody cared about Jackass. Well, I mean, I think it was fun. It was really fun. You would like to love Jackass. I love Jackass. I love that. I love those boys. It's great. But it's like they didn't, I don't know what they didn't have to deal with the insurance because I guess when they were doing it, they weren't such big stars. I think later when the movies. They made the movies, then it was maybe more expensive. Yeah. Right. But they yeah. did crazy stuff. Yeah, I love seeing crazy stuff. But yeah. I do want to bring up um, from Jackass to the LGBT community. Oh, <laughs> so well together. It smooth. Just, oh my God. It's just, it's so smooth. smooth. It's a great transition. <laughs> <laughs> the word ass. Speaking of Jackass, the gay community. As I started off the show, you are, you still continue to be, you were a trailblazer. And that you supported our community. Yeah. Yes. And um, again, appreciated that, and we appre- and we thank you. Thank and I'm you. Speaking for yes, all of thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you. I'm speaking for every single LGBT LMNOP plus because I don't yes. know how many letters there are anymore. There's a lot. There's a lot. So, but you came. You actually came on because you were famous. I mean, you were famous at the time. Mm-hmm. You did the first Asian American show that was a breakthrough for mm-hmm. diversity, which was yes. hilarious. which was amazing. Thank you. And you were like. I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. And you came out mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. and with us and marched in solidarity. And you have never waned from that. No. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. But how did you, like, you know, everybody picks their charities or picks their causes. How did you sort of get led into the LGBT and, and, and say, this is my cause, and I'm going to, when no one else would, go Can out I there. Can I answer that? Isn't yeah. it because you're bisexual? Yes, I am bisexual. <laughs> and it was, well, my family owned a gay bookstore in the 70s in San Francisco. And so the, all of the people that worked for my dad were following Harvey Milk, and they were getting full body tattoos, and they were very political. And then when he was assassinated, it was really devastating. Wow. And then after that... Um, AIDS happened yeah. mm-hmm. and it changed the entire landscape of our world. It just, yeah. it was de- devastating. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you come out of that, you know, and that's like childhood, you're like, okay, well, I see what has to happen. Like, I see that we need to fight for AIDS awareness and get some education around this and get a cure and find ways for people to live with the disease yeah. and survive and thrive with it. And then it, you know, then the issues that kept changing. So, okay, so, you know, now we have some some things in place to deal with this. Now we have to deal with like, well, let's go for real equality. So that happened with marriage equality, you know, starting in 2004. Right. And now we're at a different place, you know. So I think that it's just like I grew up alongside gay politics, like right on the, yes. you know, right on it. And every time like I started doing comedy, it was always like at another part of our revolution, whether it was mm-hmm. just doing AIDS fundraisers, um, getting that message out there. Um, there were a lot of great grassroots like queer organizations yes. happening around that in the 90s. So. I still have my ACT UP t-shirt. I love ACT UP. I love mm. the t-shirt logo. Yeah. And I still have it. It's like I think yeah. I wore it like to the march or once mm-hmm. or twice because mm-hmm. when I came to LA it was, God, it was a long time ago. Um, but then I like, I literally like folded it because I just thought that logo was original and yeah. I loved it. It's and great. it really, it really sent the message. Did it's your it. politics help or hinder your career at that time? I think it was all to me a help because I was not really, well, they didn't know what to do with me in show business anyway. Yeah. So it was like a perfect thing of like, well, what award show can I go to? I guess the Glad Awards, you know, mm-hmm. and that was just like a natural place to go. And, um, and so, and it's, it's funny because it's like being bisexual. It's the one 
group that does get left behind in the whole LGBTQIA <laughs> plus community. And I'll tell you, and I'm yeah. going to, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to out myself, not as a bisexual, but I'm going to out myself. I was on the LA Pride board from 1999 to 2010. I was the VP of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was always stuck in the, uh, in the lesbian thing. Mm-hmm. And when people would say about bisexuals, I'd always say, you know, there's just a cop out. <laughs> choose, choose one or the other. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and getting educated as part of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely, obviously, changed my mind. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. The B mm-hmm. always got the short end of the stick. Yeah. It's, I think it's because mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they're in their coming out stories, would use uh, bisexuality as a way to placate others. Like, I want to uh, show you that I am gay, but I don't have to be all the time. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. there's Laying a kind down. Yeah, there's a kind of way that, and people can justify it within themselves, too. It's like, well, I guess, you know, I have done this, so maybe that would be, so I would count as bisexual. And then, but then if you really are, there's a kind of thing of like the suspicion of either side, like gay people just can't imagine Correct. that, you know, you would be ever be attracted to the opposite sex. Right. And then the straight people are like, well, that's just not, you know, that, that I don't trust you because that means that you could be attracted to somebody that's not me. And that's their own insecurity. Yeah, that, that's See, what that's you go up against a lot. See, that's the whole thing because when I was younger, I'm like, I like her, but mm-hmm. she's bi. Yeah. But now, oh my God, not only is it the lesbians I've got to worry about, <laughs> it's the men. Yeah. Done. I would say people yeah. are jealous because I think being bisexual mm. must be fabulous fun. <laughs> I, I thought is. that it was fabulous. I thought it was going to be fabulous fun rather when I came out to my dad as bisexual because that was easier for me to say too. Plus mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure. I thought yeah. I probably was bisexual. Yeah. And I found that I felt so alone in that uh, title of bisexual because I couldn't, I even wrote an article about this um, back in the day, but I felt like I couldn't connect with either side. Yeah. And it felt like, it felt like... um, But were you truly bisexual? Or did you just use that just to sort of make it easier for you to come out well, with a sure. transition. I did, definitely. And once in a while, I think that the the line of fluidity, I have to say, once in a while a guy will come along and I'll be like, uh, Yeah, but you, know? you date women that are men. I mean, that look like men. <laughs> I mean, men. you literally date men. Or I do. I like a certain ki- type of boy or guy. I yes. love a butch. They, I love a strong, yeah. beautiful butch. That's yeah, like a too. really important part of mm-hmm. lesbian culture is mm-hmm. the... The butches out there. Yeah, I love a 1970s like a stone butch. Oh, you know? oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so great. Definitely. Like well, I the just, passers, they look like we they need the Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, I I, I love some it. photos. Well, you know what? And and it's so funny because I mean, I identify as feminine energy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I've I I mean, I love women. Mm-hmm. I love women a little bit more feminine mm-hmm. than me. Yeah, I like the Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like the soft butches. Yes, and but they have to look like girls. Yeah, you know, I I don't like not that I don't like I love butches I really do, but I mean it's it's I'm not really attracted to that sexually. I love a good Rachel Maddow political oh, butch. Seriously, yes. like oh, I, okay. yes. I, I love I love a Katie Lang really? like, or the one that's uh, married to Jodie Foster, Alex. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Alex yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, she's and gorgeous, and, and you know yeah, who she's I, beautiful, and you know she's who beautiful. I would like Sharon Stone. Oh, that's oh, she's great. Oh, she's not. I mean, basic instincts, Sharon Stone. Oh my God. Yeah, she came to. Who doesn't want Sharon? I love Sharon. She looks fabulous now. She looks better now. Blonde hair. I want Sharon. Blonde hair, light eyes. I'm in. Is she for girls? 
Sharon Stone? I, I don't know. think so. No, she's straight. She's straight. She's okay. straight. But, but definitely she's every lesbian's fantasy. Yeah, definitely right, a lesbian icon. icon. Of course. Well, she's she, a dicon. Yeah, she's yeah. a dicon. She came to Gay Pride one year, the year I had Joan Jett perform. Oh, yeah. Mm. And her assistant called me and she said, can she come in? I'm like, oh my God, yeah, just yeah. come through the back gate. And... And I work with celebrities all the time, but mm-hmm. never Sharon Stone. Yeah, she's amazing. And she walked in, and I literally like was like, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. say anything. Yeah. And I said, and her, her assistant was like, "This is Gay Anne." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm Gay Anne. How are you?" <laughs> and at the end of the night, you know, I introduced. I wanted her to introduce Joan, mm-hmm. so she did the emceeing for Joan. Then she sat, you know, she sat in the mosh pit, watched it, came in the back, and she said, "I just want to thank you." I said, "You're welcome." And I went to hug her, and she kissed me on the mouth. Now, no tongue or anything, nice. but I was like. <laughs> yeah. Well, now she made my day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the most non-sexual, sexual it's experience yeah, it's amazing. in my life. She's great. I have to say, I think it's great that the millennial generation, it seems like everybody, I'm, I'm six years younger than you, not much that younger. And I feel like it was much more difficult for, well, so I guess it depends on where you're, you're living in the country and the world. But mm. also, I think that today's generation is just so like, oh, you are so, who cares? Yeah, they're much more open yes. about ideas and I, I kind of like identity and your experiences don't make you an identity. You know, right. they, right. they really right. are. I mean, I think that it's because of the way that smartphones are and they grew up with them. Correct. So they have a different attitude towards sexuality and experiences. And so I like, yeah, I, I really, I think millennials are really important. Yeah, when my Definitely. daughter, when my daughter first came out, right. she, her comment to me was, because I asked her, so would you say that you're a lesbian? She mm-hmm. says, well, you know, I just love who I love. Yeah. Yes. It's just you it's love great. who you love. And I thought that was the most beautiful thing I ever heard. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Is that the P in the LGBT something? Is that the, for polyamorous? No. Po- oh, well, it's kind no, of. No, no, no. Polyamorous is more, is more just like if you have, uh, you're differently partnered. So if right. you you have more than one partner, right. or you have um, right. a, an array that's, of partners, that's gonna be the, I think the one that's sexual, oh, pansexual. pansexual, yeah, pansexual. Start with a P. Yeah, we only have <laughs> half an hour left. Sorry. with Margaret. Let's not go through the yeah. letters, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I will say I'm gonna make an announcement. America, a lot of people, more than you could possibly imagine, are bisexual mm-hmm. because even if they identify as gay or mm-hmm. they identify as lesbian, there's a scale. But there's like a ninety ten scale. Ninety-five percent, five percent scale. Uh, there's a lot of people that are bi. Yeah. But the reason why they don't say I'm bi is because what, what Margaret was saying, and Mara was saying, because no one really claims them. It's like if 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 you say oh, you're yeah. gay to uh, bi to gay people, they're like, oh, they're just they don't want to be around yeah. you. Yeah. If you say you're <laughs> bi to straight people, they're like, oh, that's a little weird. Like yeah. you don't fit in either exactly. way. Yeah. But the thing is, okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So with gay, with um, you know, people who are gay, lesbian or gay, just one way, mm-hmm. there's the thing that people say, you know, it's because it's not a choice. Mm-hmm. It's inside. Yes. Okay? Yes. So with bisexuality, mm-hmm. what's, I mean, that sounds so weird. What's the explanation? It, is, it isn't <laughs> a choice because it's like you, um, you're attracted to both. And okay. that, that the choice of it is that, you, you know, you don't have to act on both. And that's kind of this weird thing. That's where it's at odds with the idea of like being gay, not being a choice. But it's not to be, it's not a choice that you are attracted to both. So that's Mm-mm. the kind of thing where you can s- sort of apply that same thing. Um, 
you know, it, it is, it's one of those things where it, it comes up against so many of these ideas about what gay is and what straight is. So it, it's hard to know. Absolutely. And I don't know why buys are getting hit now because we have a whole new topic called trans. Mm-hmm. And that community um, is is suffering. Mm-hmm. Badly, badly. Badly. They're being discriminated um, upon. So and bad. Dis- yeah. It's really bad. And, and people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's enough education yeah. out there. I mean, I, I work at a network and someone from GLAD who runs that department came and talked to all of us mm-hmm. and explained the different pronouns, yes. when to mm-hmm. use it. And I think that's extremely important yeah, to it explain. Because yeah. it is kind of confusing. I, yeah. as a gay woman, mm-hmm was confused yeah yeah it's very it's 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 really important though and i think it's it's great that there are people who are like now educating us you know there's shows like pose which i think is a really great show um and there's so many gay characters and trans characters they're played by trans actors which is phenomenal because that was like never the case before never ever so now we have we have respect around that and we have education around that and there needs to be more i agree i mean i ended up working i did a show on my network called doubt Mm -hmm. and it was and i met laverne cox Mm -hmm. and she she is stunning. Yeah, yeah. And honest to God, and she was talking to me about it and educated me a little more. Yeah. So I really think people, you know, enough with discriminating. People are yes. different. We're all people, and it shouldn't really matter where you are. You just have to accept. You know, you just have to. You can't yeah. beat people up. Yeah. If you don't have the like minds, just acceptance. And I think that's the problem with... I think the world today, mm-hmm. people have, if you're not like them, mm-hmm. there's a real hard tolerance. There's no tolerance. It's like either you have to be like me yeah, or we don't accept you. Yeah, which is so crazy. I'm a little scared right now, though, because if I, if I was to come across somebody who was trans and I started a conversation, maybe I would get it wrong. Should it be they? It, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I can't talk to them. I might get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that a lot of people in this society right now today feel like me. Because there's so many new rules, and every few months there's something but, else to mm-hmm. learn. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's very valid. That's a very valid point she just made, mm-hmm. because someone gets just so stressed out. But it's it's okay to ask them, yes. mm-hmm. which pronouns would you prefer me to use? Yeah. Thank you. And, yeah. and they'll tell say. you, and they'll yeah. appreciate you asking them. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. I do understand as well. And then I, I, I learn the pronouns and everything's fine. Good. Okay. Yeah. So speaking thank of, uh, I just wanted to mention this. Speaking Don't of. Don't talk about Drop Dead Diva. Give no, no. Okay, no, thank you. Over <laughs> the Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> done with done, that. Done. Okay. Done. <laughs> speaking of the whole politically correct thing, as a comedian, I wonder how you. if I, I you obviously don't give a shit, right? Because if you did, wouldn't you be kind of like a, you'd be too boring? And well, yeah, you know, you want to be sensitive to some issues, and then also you are. I am appreciative. Like I am appreciative that um, we're we're like now. There's a culture of outrage where maybe male comics can't make jokes about like yeah. let's rape this woman in the audience. Like that was actually acceptable a few years ago. Yeah. Wow. So I actually am mm. very into like political correctness when it really? serves us. Mm. But when it doesn't, it's like kind of like well the outrage. It it there's a place for us to put our outrage, and so that's valid. And you know again like I just also want to be right. Like I want to be learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm not adverse to people correcting me if I need to be. That 
that's fine yeah. you know but it's also like um i don't have the same like i love joan rivers she was a good friend of mine and she just mm. didn't care yeah yeah you know and that was great too <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have different kinds of ways of going about it but i mean for so long male comics were so able to get away with so much yes. because that's it was right. like they thought they were post uh political correctness mm-hmm. and they're not we're not so no. i'm glad right. for outrage culture in that we have a place to be angry mm-hmm. so that's helpful yeah and it, it and then um with your material is it constantly um you know i love there's so many bits that that you do that i absolutely your love, mom yeah i love when you your do mom. your family yeah. and your mom Freaking great. Well, it's like that kind of just it's a very old joke because it's like the the oldest thing of we we do is like we make fun of our parents yes. and so that's why there's a lot of delight <laughs> yeah. in that yeah so that's like the oldest like impulse we have to make fun of our heritage is kind of where we grow up into becoming adults and so that's what i love too well it rings yeah. so true obviously because yeah. it's what you know and yeah it's, you know I love can we that. ask your mom a question yes <laughs> <laughs> yes for sure um i love the name margaret mm-hmm. but it seems rather straight laced oh because there is the song that there's a my husband like this a maggie i don't know the <laughs> irish song but i don't know how you get the margaret from a maggie it does not even sound similar you know what really sounds different peggy who is it the name who made that i don't understand so, so true. She, do. she wouldn't understand. No. Oh, hey, everyone. Divine. Margaret Show in the house between the sheets. <laughs> Call us. 323-524-2599. We have only 15 minutes left with this wonderful icon. Oh, you are. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Marry me. Okay. Let's have sex. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really? You have sex with her on the we first day? We have to use the really? later. No. Her on the it first day? <laughs> it's Margaret. It. You're cut off. It's Margaret yes. Show. Okay. <laughs> We have to use the erosolator. You know, we're switching out of the... You have to start using the erosolator. I'm trying to let everybody who uses a vibrator... Oh, my God, is that that? Tony? Sorry, what's an erosolator? Use the erosolator because it vibrates in a different frequency than the magic... Could your mother tell us about it, (laughs) (laughs) Because when you do the Hitachi magic one... Oh, my God, What is do they... uh, It make it numb. You do too many. It's it does. Like numb. It goes numb. So then, if I you use rustulator, that's what the Doctor Roos made this vibrator. It's Doctor Roos vibrator. The magic one. The oh no no, 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 no not no. magic one. The rustulator. Ah okay. yeah, yeah. So what does it do? Google it. It it, it, it oh, vibrates it on a different frequency. Oh, okay. So really? how do you spell you know? it? Okay. Rustulator. Is this R- it? Uh, no, E R O. Like erotic. Rustulator. So E R O S C. I L L A T O R. I'm getting one. Yes! <laughs> yes! Ten points! Ten points! Ten points! It's $200. Oh, so smart. Oh my, I clearly <laughs> failed. They need to add that word to the spelling. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. So this is the other oh, vibrator. That, oh. <laughs> it, oh, it looks like a Viking. I know. It looks very old school. <laughs> it's kind a of like scary. a Sonicare. Or a, yeah, exactly. It looks like Sonicare. Wait, a go bit back like to a Sonicare. screen. There's no ding. There's no bell. No Wait, bell. Which one is it? I can't. There, I just see a bunch of them. I just oh, have I know, to they're say all, thank They're attached attachments. Look, get one. You'll really be glad. Is that the anal bead one? Yeah, there's an anal bead oh, one. Oh, okay. You don't need, I mean, it's sort of like you kind of use them as you are want to. I like the spoon. They're sex heads. What's the spoon I do? The spoon one is, it just, the, it's like the whole head shakes. Some people like the Frenchman's mustache. That's the oh, one. Oh, I see that one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What is that like? Is that like fibers yes. hanging out the side? So it's like a little brush. 
And then some people like the raspberry well, one. Well, you know, when you do brush your Whoa. hair and you br- it stimulates. Yeah. So, you know, you just, you just. Yeah, but I don't want that inside you, the brush but hair. Oh, it doesn't go inside. Oh, Mara, God damn it. Hasn't been that long, honey. What do you do with the Captain Hook piece? The Captain Hook, the oh, the hook. Um, I think it's really, it's all sort of like wherever you might like it. There's a white thing in the middle. It's not actually a hook. I thought it was a hook, too. That's kind of, oh, the white thing is kind of like a foam. Yeah. It's more spongy. How big is this? I mean, how it's, big is this? It's the same size yeah, as uh, I mean, Sonicare. Okay. All right. It Sonicare doesn't go is a toothbrush. To toothbrush. Make, yes, yeah. thank yeah, you. It, it like doesn't go toothbrush. inside necessarily. I don't like that much penetration anyway, so mm. this is a very it's a very good tool to use with penetration. Well, I on the other hand, I do. So mm-hmm. can you recommend yeah, a vibrator too. for a penetration? Which well, one? I mean, I think you should use any one of your silicone uh, dildos that you okay. might like or whatever, um, whatever in kind. In conjunction in with In conjunction this. with this. Some people like those ones, those clitoral massagers, you know, those like the vibrators that yeah. have a little cup on the bottom. You I, need I think eight this hands is good for that. to please yourself now. I swear I to God. We have a caller. It's like doing your own hair. Better be talking yeah. about yes. dildos. Yeah. It's very hard. Hello, caller. Who is calling? Where you're calling from? Welcome to Between the Sheets. Dan. Yes. It is Lisa Tahir from All Things Therapy Podcast. Lisa Tahir, how are you? Hi, Lisa. Well, you just happened to call when we were talking about vibrators. How are you? (laughs) You know, know, I'm sitting here in New Orleans. You know, I live in between Los Angeles and New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I got home from the glass shop. I wanted to see your show with Margaret. Margaret, I love you. Oh, I love you. And your work. Thank you. And in between, you're welcome. In between putting on hold and being able to listen in, I hear you talking about vibrators and clitoral stimulation, and I'm like, Holy shit, what happened in the last 30 seconds? Well, hold on. <laughs> just so a you whole know, heck of a lot. Just so you know, we are fluid here. Yes. We cover a lot of ground. We yes. covered Catch politics, up. everything. Yes. So now you're catching us on the sexual thing. <laughs> Do you have a question, sweetheart? I mean, Lisa has another wonderful podcast um, on a competing network, LA Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. She's a psychotherapist. Is that correct, Lisa? Yeah, and she has a yes, book coming you, out. What What is the name of your book, and when is it coming out, thank sweetheart? You. Thank you. My book is the Psycho Astrology of Chiron: Healing <laughs> Our Core Wounds Through Empathy and Self Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You can go to my email list at Nola Therapy, New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy Thank you for that, Gayanne. You're welcome. And, we have uh, to keep I'm it excited. in the family, sweetheart. And I do don't have a we? Question. I have a question for Margaret related to this, related to therapy, because. Yes. You know, I'm thinking the way that you do your 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 stand up, your work, using your mom, using mm-hmm. whatever material. How has that been with your family? I'm of Asian descent as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. And I wondered if you ever had any backlash. No, you know they love it because in my family, like the women start to disappear. You know, for Asian women, oftentimes the older they get, the less they're like kind of the center of attention. And my mother is like always like the star, so she gets to stay the star. Is she a narcissist? She's such an artist, okay. narcissist. So it's really fun. Okay. Like she loves it. I think that they just didn't understand for a long time because they wanted me. You know, like. They just wanted me to, uh, you know, be be in like a good school, which I never went to. They wanted me to get married, like which didn't work out. Like and so they, they their dreams for me were just limiting. And I think that they finally realized that they should just let me do my own thing. So they love it now. Yeah. Now they're very happy. It's it's they love oh, show so business wonderful. too. So yeah, it's great. It's it's fun to have them as part of this whole show business life. They really enjoy being in front of the camera, which is a totally fun thing for them. So, you know, and they, they get they have like this um 
ability to brag about it to their friends, which I think that's all Asian parents want is kids they can brag about. Every parent. <laughs> yeah, every I'm parent. from Italian. Yeah. I'm Italian. It's all about me. But then yeah. I'm an only child, so that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just saying. Lisa, thank you for calling, sweetheart. Um, when you get back You're to welcome. L.A., let's do something, please. Thanks, and Lisa. good luck with yeah. your show and uh, the book. When is it? Where can they get the book again, thank darling? You. NolaTherapy.com. Thank you. Have New a Orleans, great day. Thank you, Gayan. Thank you, Margaret. Thank Love you. Ladies. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. Ten minute Bye. countdown for Margaret Show. Three two three five two four two five nine nine. This is your chance. You always write. You want to talk to her, and no one's called in. Seriously. Do you see how nice she is? She's Aww. not going to bite your head off. I tell you what, we just didn't hear dog will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's been very good, actually. I know. Amazing. Lucia. 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 Yes, Tell us Cara. a bit more about your, your going on a tour. Well, I travel. Um, I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy. Uh, I'm going to Salt Lake City next week. Um, oh, wow. What which kind is, of crowd is that? It's great. You know, it's just very, they love it. They feel like they're doing something naughty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so scandalous. And it's really fun. Um, I have a really good time every time I go there. So that'll be fun. And I, yeah, I just came back from... Um, San Antonio, and uh, so yeah, just doing clubs, doing shows everywhere. It's and really what's the awesome. show called again, and why? Fresh off the bloat. It's really because um, I retain a lot of water. I'm really bloated all the time, always. <laughs> Even though I don't get a period anymore, it's like I'm still bloated. Like, what is yeah. that about? When did you stop your period? Um, I started it stopped at 48, so I haven't had it for about two years. You're so lucky. That's well, unusual. Yeah. I am 55, and it just stopped like 10 months ago. Oh, I know, interesting. I'm to God nice. that I got two more months left and mm. then we're good to go. Then you're out. Then I'm out. You're out. I am out. I am safe. I mean, <sighs> you know, my mother got hysterectomy and all the women in my family got hysterectomies in the 70s. So they, I don't have a mm. proper like menopause map mm. to follow because yeah. the women in my family just like, they're like done. Mine too. We're done, you know. I have fibroids. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, have a hysterectomy. And my gynecologist said, when you hit menopause, they won't disappear, but they'll shrink. Mm. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. 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 That'll happen. That's good. My money's on you on that one. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I do miss it, though, in a weird way. I kind of yeah. miss my period. Yeah. Oh, get, God. Do you get that that would, yeah. All right. Go ahead. I kind of okay. miss it. Do you, oh. weird. Are you on wait. hormone therapy? No, no. Okay. So when you have sex, do mm -hmm. you feel that being menopausal doesn't make you aroused, doesn't do you, I, you know when I um, know because it's like now I follow a different kind of like sort of like when you know if you like look at the month and sort of how I feel sexually it's like it's sort of different like I used to really kind of go by like where I was in my cycle and now it's kind of like anything could happen right mm -hmm. so I'm yeah, not true. as tied to that so it's mm. kind of better I feel more uh, vibrant in a lot of ways well you look vibrant that's good thank you mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, Amara, anyone? Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask about the mood swings because, um, man, I, I hope that it gets better when it you does. do mm -hmm. menopause. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It definitely uh, ceases, you know, like the mm -hmm. crazy, like, um, emotions and uh, the kind of cravings, yeah. like, for different, like, salt or sweet or whatever. Oh, yes. And that kind of irrational, like, <laughs> anger. That kind of stuff really fades. Seriously? So I you should have talked to me last week. Yeah. So that's why I better <laughs> make that two months if mm -hmm. I'm going to level out because mm -hmm. now it's kind of like I'm on the last hurrah yeah and the last two weeks crying yelling so not me yes it's weird yes weird yes okay but I did have like an experience where I was working with some younger women 
a couple of years ago and I thought that I was out of the woods and then I would they were all getting their period and I had like a little bit of like spotting and I'm like oh oh no you got too close to these women yeah stay away too close so it is it's like it's actually something that you could really kind of get it again you know at least they weren't pregnant yeah (laughs) and I will tell you when I had that problem where my stomach was bloating a lot it Mm -hmm. was because my body was rejecting gluten Mm. the gluten was making my stomach bloat because all the the teeny tiny little particles get mm-hmm. stuck in the s- sacks mm-hmm. and then the, the stomach just blows. okay too and much information we have a caller thank you for <laughs> we have another caller like that mm-hmm. hey this is Gayan. welcome to between the sheets you're with us and margaret show who's calling please and where are you calling from this is janine hi janine where are you calling from could you turn the um the the volume, the volume? thank you very much see menopause um down please <laughs> Yeah, I got it. This is Janine, the photographer. Hi, oh, Janine. Hey, Janine. She's hey. an OC. She's an OC with me. Yeah. So, do you have a? Are you... I have a quick question for Margaret. Yes. Knock yourself out. Hi. I just read an article about you talking about how you kind of deal with your depression and everything in your life that you've been through. Mm-hmm. I've seen you perform a couple times. You're fantastic. Thank you. I love it. I've seen Joan Rivers perform. I love her. Oh, yes. But I'd like to know how you personally deal with some of your demons when you're... Do you feel like you, you get rid of your depression when you're performing in front of an audience? Or how do you do oh, it yeah. behind the scenes when you're not in front of a crowd? Absolutely. That's a very big part of it. You know, and it's very cathartic to be out there and doing comedy. I also exercise really hard. And it, it has nothing to do with my physical health, but it's about mental health. Yeah. So I think, like, exercise actually really has helped my depression more than anything that I've ever done. You know, that um, really like hardcore, horrible, like uncomfortable exercise, it it just gets your blood flowing and it gets the oxygen in you and like being out in the sun and everything. It's actually been better than anything. So I, I really recommend that for people who have some trouble there. Um, that's where I found a lot of relief. I, I, well, I think that's, fa- I think that's fascinating because I read an article about you that was in like psychology today. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Where you talked about how, how people need to have pain yeah. and suffering. Yeah. So that's a part of their life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we all sometimes have, even as women, I think sometimes we deal with a lot more of that because of our hormones and Absolutely. everything we're going through. Yes. And uh, sometimes it's just hard to deal with that personally because yes. you think, you know, am I nuts? Am, mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, do you, do you still deal with that all the time? I think so. In your career and everything? I think I have a lot more acceptance about things. Certainly a lot more of like dealing like with the internet and dealing with the people that are so awful sometimes in there. And you, you know, you know, like when to just say, I don't need this Mm -hmm. and you know to set boundaries with that that's really important too well janine thank you for calling i appreciate it we have another caller uh thanks for supporting between the sheets thank you for thank you margaret thank thank you you guys i love your show thank Thank you you bye-bye hi this is gayan and margaret show and everybody else in the crazy insanity asylum welcome (laughs) to between the sheets who's calling and where you're calling from this is janelle from claremont Hi, Janelle and Claremont. Do you have a question for Margaret Cho? I do, of course. <laughs> uh, wanted to wanted to let you know that I am uh, trying to start my own business and try out this entrepreneur thing. And I'm just wondering if you have any advice about that, um, if you've ever kind of launched a product or a business or just have any sort of advice 
uh, regarding that topic. I think go for it. You know, I think that if like you want to do it, it's like that's all you need is enthusiasm and energy to apply to it. It's great. I mean, we're able to do so much and it's so amazing when we can really just let our let our flag like flag fly, you know, let yourself go and get into this and do it and you know, that's like the spirit of it. You know, I love that. I love starting like a new venture, a new project and having all this energy around it and you know, it's really it's a magnificent thing. So go for it. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, cool. Janelle. I and appreciate what's your it. advice for for overcoming adversity? I think it's like you overcome adversity Xanax. with just <laughs> <laughs> work out. Yeah. No pills. Don't pop pills. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> but just like positivity with like the knowledge that you're doing the right thing. Like it's like the best thing. It's like adversity is there to help us grow in in every capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just there to teach us more about ourselves and more about the world. And so not to look at it as an enemy necessarily, but more as like, here's another way that I can befriend myself, another way that I can serve myself and serve my purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I agree. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. I love that. Thank Thank you, you. Janelle, for calling in and thank you for supporting the show. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And the universe does not give you more than you can handle, right? That's true. Yeah. And, and it is true. And yeah. Janelle has a great phone voice, so talk on the phone. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. her voice it's amazing? Nice. Yeah. Well, it is 8 o'clock. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> so great. Thank, thank you. you so much for thank, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Margaret Show, margaretshow.com. The you. Margaret Show, that's her podcast. And also her tour. Bye, Bye Margaret. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, Bye, Lucia. Bye. Fresh off the bloat. 1019 in Palm Springs, 118 at the Largo in LA. Oh my God, that was fucking amazing. Oh, it was yeah. like Margaret Show. Can we put Wendy here? Yeah, yeah Wendy, come yeah. over here. Come on over, I'm Wendy. Quickly, come Wendy. On over. All right, so come now that it's just the gals, um, <laughs> I'm going to announce that, uh, as you all know, um, you've been seeing. All of our water bottles are here. Um, Between the Sheets has gone eco, eco friendly with everything. That means bring your own damn water bottle. I am also, um, a friend of mine suggested I do this, um, a very lovely woman, that I should make these bottles. Uh, for that have between the sheets. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I am in the process of good. making bottles for everyone. Oh, that'd be great. Um, great. And um, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. Um, but, you know, on Facebook this week, I've sort of turned a new leaf. Um, something happened. Uh-oh. Um, no, something happened. It's a good thing. Um, something happened. I know, stop tapping. Something happened a few weeks ago. Um, and... It really made me evaluate um, my life, you know? And I think we have these situations that happen. And I have completely, so here's my new stuff. Here's my new mantra. I am meditating daily. <gasps> yeah. Good Very good. That's bizarre. But Is that I like am? masturbating, but not so fun? Well, I'm going to use that <laughs> thing and start tapping it up here instead of down there. So we'll see. Um, Put the eradicator. Well, the eradicator. What is it? Wendy. Um, Open also, your third eye. Yep. I also realized <gasps> that in the past seven, eight months, I haven't eaten any meat. Oh, so yeah, except right. fish stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm a pescatarian, mm-hmm. which uh, which I've lost thirty five pounds to date, ladies. Aren't most lesbians though? 
<laughs> I'm not. I like my meat. Love. Just saying. Oh my Jesus God. Um, but I mean, it's like you know when something happens that really shakes you up. I mean, and, and I'm not talking like oh you know I broke a nail because that could be dramatic I in and of itself. I did break a nail today. But, I mean, do you guys? I mean, when these things have happened in your lives, do you take a toll? Do you, I mean, do you change? I've completely changed. Um, for the better and if I'm not changed and it's always evolving so just because I'm calmer or I'm this or I'm more grounded now and thank you for the Reiki session and thank you for the chakra clearing the other night Wendy You're but welcome. it's I, I am feeling much more grounded when I begin this stuff and it's all about self-care yes right and self-love and I realized okay I'll admit it I really didn't love myself and I really cared for others more than I cared for myself. Mm -hmm. Codependent. Used to be. Yes. Used to be. Um, I haven't been in a relationship for a while, so I've gotten past the codependent thing. But I have to say that I'm in a good space right now. And um, have you guys gone through that same thing? Yes. So, you know, tell me stories. Tell me stuff. Tell me how you're feeling now. I mean, it's all a journey. So we're going to continue to do this. It's an evolution. But tell me. Yeah. I mean, Roxanne. <laughs> thank you so much. I love you for that. Um, you know, life just wears on you. And life happens and difficult things happen. And it can cause the anxiety to get so bad where the brain is just ruminating all the time. And then how do you stop it? Um, then you get panic attacks, anxiety Xanax, attacks, I'm and telling you need you. Xanax. Look, you, you <laughs> need people turn to weed, people turn to Xanax. But, but I'm not about substances. So what I do is I do acupuncture, mm. I do sound baths, mm. I do meditations, I do work, uh, you know, great workouts. I do yoga, um, all of that. I eat very, very clean. Mm -hmm. um, I only put whole foods, organic whole foods, in my my body. Um, I only drink the best, you know, essential water. Um, it very not high, not very high alkalinity. I don't do any kind nope. of alcohol, um, no drugs, no smoking, no anything. And I just, I feel great. You know, when you, you get in that mm -hmm. clearing, it's just nice. And you realize when you're in that space that you don't need anybody. Yeah. You don't, that you choose to have people in your life. You don't need to have anybody in your life. And when you get to that place of peace, life just starts working for you. Mm -hmm. And then, and then everything but did you have come an into experience? an alignment. Did you ever have an experience that kind of like was groundbreaking for you that made you want to shift gears and completely take on more self-care like you know definitely I mean it was definitely when you know life got hard uh, life got physically challenging for me mm. because I allowed my stress level in my personal life um, to make my body just break down on me yeah. yeah and everything was was pointing to autoimmune disease wow. and I was tested for everything and every mm. rheumatologist like you have this and you have this and you have this and and it really, I had nothing, thank God. Right. But, um, you know, my degree is in health science, and I've spent the last 20-plus years in the health field. So it, I already knew what to do. And I changed my diet because eating, you are what you eat. I was eating it's a lot truth. of sugars. I was yeah. eating a lot of carbs. Um, as soon as I removed the carbs and the sugars and just went to the whole foods, like mm -hmm. nothing processed whatsoever, that's just when my body just started to heal. But then my yeah. body was healing, but my brain wasn't because I was so hyper-focused on my body breaking down that 
I needed to heal my brain as well. And then that's where, you know, the meditation and the yoga, the sound I'm doing baths, hiking too now. That's I'm great. I'm going to start hiking. Intentional I'm, hiking. The, the sound Intention- baths I'm going to intentionally hike. Wait, as opposed <laughs> to my first, although, although every night now starting, I guess it was last Tuesday, I've been, when it, this, obviously it got a little cooler, but not really cool. I started walking around my neighborhood because you have to, you have to feed your mind, mm-hmm. your body, your soul yes and and to be complete and it's always a work in progress you know and and I love when my friends um kind of help me through this you know and I, I love having like friends that do this stuff kind of like you and you all of us here and other friends that they inspire me my friends truly in life inspire me and I am who I am because of them to some degree because they believe in me they love me they want me to do better they want to help me and that's what i love about girlfriends right yeah. goddess camp yeah. all the way yeah mm. <laughs> we love girlfriends. Well, i have to agree with what you were saying roxanne in terms of self-care and um i also went through a period of stress recently just for about five years now that <laughs> the stress of what happened just broke my body down and i went from being a martial artist to barely able to walk up my stairs mm. and that freaked me out yeah. and it turned me around mm-hmm. i'm still healing from that but it's good food mm-hmm. exercise focused intention um meditation that's what i meant by the walk focus not focus on not go on a walk oh yeah it's like what's an, un, what's an in, unintentional yeah. hike like, I, I intend to walk <laughs> I no, that was an cool. unintentional hike is oh shit i lost my yeah. glasses uh, where the hell are they i do that in my house all oh, the time my now right here. Ten thousand steps i accrue finding my damn glasses because i unintentionally hike when i can't find my car at the mall like, that's, yeah. oh my God. Hike. that's why i park in the same place every single time every single time oh my god <laughs> okay i think one should always believe in magic because oh, yeah. magic happens in our lives if we allow it to come in and we believe in magic i just love that I, yes. I, well i just I, I just i've found a lot of magic recently oh my in my gosh. home and one of the things that um i read in elizabeth gilbert's book big magic mm. right i think it was called isn't yes. it big magic, big magic. I don't even yeah. know this book. She, she mentioned it's a great book she mentions how she has these dreams of inventing new rooms in homes that she has. Oh, wow. And I have that dream. And very recently, I have done that in my home. Mm -hmm. I have a new room I go to every morning. It's outside my, in my front yard. And it's like I've given myself a whole new place to sit and just be me. And it is a magical Thing. I was so want to sit with you. Yeah, I want you to. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I do. Yes. I do feel that um, it's just so nice. You know, we've got the practical advice on one, and then we've got the you come in with the the magic, and I think that. For me, it's like don't underestimate those things. The, the magic and and laughing, laughing's mm-hmm. huge. Oh yes. my god! Like, there's I fight depression on and off, and when I. Um, there's just moments in the day where I can laugh at whatever it is that I'm laughing at. Usually it's me and like doing something embarrassing. And I, it's a godsend yeah. laughing. And that is why, thank God I'm older, but that is why I will not date anyone unless they make me laugh. Mm. Because I spent four and a half years with somebody 
and we never left together. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, that's, and, and that's, so impossible. that's impossible. When, when, when I date someone, I'm mm-hmm. looking for someone to make me laugh. That, that's, that we just, just have that lightheartedness together, and it's just but, easy and but nice. But you know what the problem mm-hmm. is with me? I have to have laughter, too. Yeah. I'm hard. Because I'm funny. I, I make funny people laugh. Finding someone on your level is, it's is like, our goal. Is our goal. <laughs> and when you find someone that literally makes you laugh out loud the first few times, you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know? And and that. And there's not a lot of people that have made me laugh. So the ones that have made me laugh have always had something special in my heart. Yeah. You know, and then they're hot too. But you know, yeah. that's why you like you? me because I make you laugh all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, you know I do. Roxanne, you are hot. <laughs> Thank but you. You are hot. So Thank you. Funny and hot. <laughs> Thank Let you. Let me ask you guys this: uh, Mara, you're hot. Wendy, you're hot. Car, we're all fucking hot. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Tony, you, Wait, you okay, too. Okay, I would love to know this about when you date somebody. I just want to find out if you had a choice between a smoking hot person. That didn't wasn't you know much on personality like the personality of a hairbrush. Oh god, no. Or a very not very attractive, nothing to look at person, but very funny. I funny, that funny, funny, funny. And that you know one. what? And you know what? I can tell funny. you my thing is if you see someone. This is and maybe this is just my the way my head works. If I see someone and I can look at them from a gar and go, yeah, not go, not so good looking. But if I meet them and they make me laugh. And they're kind, and they're just a beautiful person. Have this changes because I'll tell you why. Oh yeah, it does. When I'm yeah. dating mm-hmm. someone or in a relationship, and all of a sudden it goes from bad to worse, mm-hmm. and they're horrible people. I don't see the beauty here that I found before. Yeah, that before. definitely fades. I call it the ugly. Yeah. Ah, I see the ugly. That's exactly how it is for me. You I see mean, the I've real been person. I've been yep. in the entertainment world on and off for a couple of decades, and I've dated you know very very hot individuals. But it's just like oh, what, what Gayan so said. Yeah, but but <laughs> what Gayan said. It it's just when you start to see their ugly personality, the only thing I see on the outside is ugly. I'm mm-hmm. no longer attracted to that. I person. see their flaws. Yeah. That's what I see. I mean, I'm a very detail oriented person in my job. Yeah. I produce photo shoots. I oh, I yeah. begin to see their flaws. Yes, uh, look, good looking people that are ugly <coughs> yes. inside. Good yeah. looking. Yes, yeah. I begin to see their flaws. Hmm. One and of my many husbands was not that attractive. I won't say which one because he might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> but what are your men? Hello, I never, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many, but um, I just never even. I just saw straight through that because he was had a wonderful personality yes. and he was funny. And he was clever and smart. You guys are so much more depthful than I am. You're, you can go to such depth. Like for me, I can't do it if I don't have some physical attraction there. Ah. Oh, well, but how so shallow is that? You are pretty so. damn shallow. That but is you have no, but when you're older. You're only 23. Not even. I, yeah, right. I am. You're like 19. But it's not true because the thing I think, Mara, you got to give people a chance. Oh, I've done that before and I've convinced myself Well, that that's your problem. So see, you need to work on that. Because you don't love yourself. Thanks, Gayon. It's true. <laughs> oh, but it's true. It's true. No, I'm working on loving myself. But you are. Important. Since I've met you since now, mm-hmm. you have been doing wonderful work on yourself. Thank and I'm you. proud of you. And you have showed up at this table. Thank you very much. Yeah. As you have Chris... Tri- uh, uh, Roxanne! <laughs> so... What's your name? Roxanne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying about it is you have to be confident about yourself. 
and yeah. your artwork, like that Bowie jacket that you. you just beautiful did, job. was beautiful. Can we see a picture of that? And I, I don't think. And has I it. am so proud to have gone through you, gone through you. I wish I could gone through it with you. Oh yeah, through yeah. The you process. you definitely did. When I first painted him, um, I was meeting with Gayana. Oh, there, there we were, it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, How the heck did you find that? Because Tony's amazing. Tony's amazing. Wow. He's an amazing yeah, that's pretty team. nice. That's but fair. but I met with Gayan. Um, Gayan is my art rep, so um, we were talking about it, and it was a process. And I love it. I love painting. Thank you for saying oh, that. That's Thanks painful. for the shout out to my work. Well, well, of course you have to. I mean, you're you're an artist. You do excellent work. People need to reach out to you because you need to do more of it. Oh, I certainly want to do more. Yeah. <laughs> and Thank Mara. You. Mara, I really do feel that you do love yourself and you do respect yourself. Thank you. And what I learned through my journey, because I was, I was, I'm still single, by the way, but I choose to be. Mm -hmm. um, but years ago, I would think, gosh, why aren't I meeting that person that I want? Mm -hmm. Well, the, I learned I need to be that yeah. person that I want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm the person that I want, then like's going to attract like, and then I'm going to meet Definitely. that person. Yes. And so now Agreed. in my life, yeah. you I already know I'm that person, but I have my goals. I have goals and, and I'm I'm reaching them. I'm reaching for the stars right now. And that means more right now. But I know I'm gonna meet that person. Mm -hmm. Mara, you're you're a lovely person. Oh, you'll be fine. Oh, I don't you're even hot. want I did thank you, but that's the furthest thing from my mind. I don't want to meet another that's person. A, that's well you know what? As her art right rep, too. don't no no women. Let's concentrate on the business. On the um, business. On the yeah. business. Yeah. Eight fifteen. We have fifteen minutes here for between the sheets. Um, call us. Any last minute callers, three two three five two four two five nine nine. That is 323-524-2599. I got my hair cut. Everybody like it? I like um, it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like your bangs. We call it a fringe. A fringe. I knew yes. that. Yes. Yes. You have a cute fringe. Have you, ever, have you ever been blonde, Gan? I have. Oh. I have. She's I will, you know how that turned out? Blonde. I'll no. tell you how it turned out. And I have Terry Nunn to thank for it. Oh. Um, she says, I had a dream. I said, yes, Terry. <laughs> she goes, you were a blonde, <laughs> and you were president of the United States. Oh, I swear to God, snap. she said this. And she said, you could be president of the United States. You realize that. She goes, but maybe you should go blonde. And I've never been blonde in my life. I've permed. I've done permed. everything. Permed. Yeah. Permed? I used to perm. <laughs> the 80s perm. Oh, come on. I look like a puppy. <laughs> we I all had the I 80s perm. Like a freaking we looked like poodles back then. I didn't need a perm. Exactly. <laughs> I had the Jufro, <laughs> and it was this big, all natural. But the thing is, so I said to her, so she took me to her colorist, and the colorist mm -hmm. does Madonna and blah, 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 blah at the time. And he's looking at me, and he's like, what shade? And she's sitting there going, blonde. I'm like, no, 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 no. Did you feel different as a blonde? I felt odd as a blonde because i didn't go blonde blonde okay dirty blonde dirty blonde dirty i said blonde. we can but then the sun and then you had to keep it up but and did then you I get treated like did you get more looks um from guys from guys okay guys were all over my ass when i was a blonde <laughs> well because you have blonde. nice ass ass and tits mm -hmm. i mean i just gotta say it. all right thanks um but this is not about me but yes it is um but no, um <laughs> but I, I like to stay true. I, I think I like the brunette. Plus, it's mm -hmm. easier to maintain. You've got very dark eyes. Someone told mm -hmm. me, as they were looking into my eyes, you have strange eyes. Oh, strange. What, is, strange. what are you supposed to do mean? with that line? I think the word was strange. 
unique maybe i don't know no your eyes are beautiful they look, thank they you they look okay. so i'm like okay what does that mean yeah i don't know i never got an answer so um but but thank you when i first got these done by the way yeah because they were all quite they new. They look great. Those by are the boobs. Way. She's pointing oh, at her they breasts. Look great, by the way. Her breasts. They are. These are yeah. That's a good. This is 22 years ago. I got these done. Yeah. Still got them hanging in there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> when I first got them, and I first went out, you know, the bandages came off, and whoa, the big reveal. <laughs> People were not even looking in my face. Oh, oh gosh. They were just looking like that. And <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Oh, I, I was so not attention. used to it. I was 42. But that's the problem oh. I've had my entire life. Because yeah. these are real. Uh -huh. Yeah. They talk to my boobs. And I... Real? It's, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're real. I've touched them plenty of times. And <laughs> I would wish I was a, like a ventrilo... Like I'd throw my voice. Because I'd like to put happy faces and just <laughs> have a conversation. <laughs> uh, because it was like, please, up. Yeah. Up and that's eyes, women too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you, it is a benefit having big boobs because you know when I'm a little bit overweight like I am right now, I could lose about oh, you up. know tenish pounds. Wow, wow. My boobs just grow nice and big, and when I wear my 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 tops, which showed my cleavage. Men do anything for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, they well, open men, the, the really, door for me. Men they, do anything. I mean, anything. anything that's wrong with my car, they fix it for me. I mean. I get treated so nice and just so great. Hmm. And then when I get really, really skinny because I'm working out so much and my boobs go away, they don't even hold the door open for me. They open the door <laughs> and it slams in my face. <laughs> really? Like, when I have my big boobs, I get treated like royalty. <laughs> okay, hold on. I have something new to show yes. everybody. Oh my yes. goodness me. She's flashing her boobs. Is it an extra breast? Oh yeah, tattoo. she got two new tattoos. No, or one, yeah. There's one new tattoo. It's a week old today. It's nice. a week old today. It's Luis at Dolorosa Tattoo Studios on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. And everyone goes, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. um, patience. Um, what's your... Uh, she's going to be a nurse. Sanskrit, so is, what is this? Working on that. <laughs> this is Japanese. Um, it's, it's Japanese. It's yeah. kanji. So mm -hmm. it's um, peace. And then I have the initials K-I-N, which is family. Um, so it's not peace. It's patience and family. Mm. Um and I need to have patience and family because my mother's mother driving with me. you crazy. Absolutely, um, no. But it was done. Um, it's it's you know it's. I'm just really going through like a real spiritual renovation mm. Ooh, right now. Nice. Renovation. You, you set the Roomba going, have you in there? I sit on the Roomba until I get that thing. <laughs> and then after <laughs> the cat. Yeah, the Roomba. I want to see a Roomba see. starts me up and then I throw the washing machine on for a spin cycle. <laughs> I'm coming yeah. over to see that. <laughs> but um but seriously, I I you know, I've ne I mean I I said, you know, it really is important right now, I think, for every woman. I mean, I'm not saying men, and but every woman, and I, I, that's why I agree with Margaret. Women need to step up. We need to be empowered. We need to support each other. Yes. And God knows we've all been here. We've all gossiped. We've all done drama. We've all backstabbed. We've done it. I haven't. I don't recall. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> oh my, I wish I, I had recall. a lie detector. Um, <laughs> but we all have. And, you know, and in this time when the, 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 the not the economy, but the world is where it is, mm -hmm. we really do need to be supportive of each other. Because even back in the day when I started, 
the worst boss I had was a woman. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, me too. For sure. She me tore too. me down. She treated me like shit. She Ooh. belittled me. Mm-hmm. But that was, you know, 1989. That was 1989. That is 30 years ago. Oh, my God. So That's I really funny. do believe. Yeah, I do believe. <laughs> I think you showed her, though, didn't you? I did now. Yes, you did. She's probably dead. God rest her soul. Um, she's actually alive and watching right now. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Um, but oh. I didn't say her last name. Um, but the point is, seriously, in, in this time, I mean, environment is being trashed, and we need mm. to do something about being eco-friendly. Animals are being killed. Oh my gosh! Yes, there is so much species are dying, dying out. out. Oh my god! Horrible. There is so god, much stuff happening in the world, in not just us, in the world. Everything burning down and but, all those animals dying. But the thing it's is, terrible. it's not mm. just about Brazil. It is about it's a world impact. It's just it's it's everything. It's people dying, people not taking care of each other, people not supporting. Just, it's not a good place to be. And I think if we could stop living in here and with greed and everything came from right here, my heart, not my heart, but the heart here and be kind to each other and supportive, it, the world really would be a better place. And I know that sounds very fucking kumbaya, <laughs> but it truly is. If each of us could just be a little kinder. Mm-hmm. I saw a film last night. It was on the Gaia channel, and it was about the heart. I saw that one. I have seen it. The heart knows everything before before your brain knows anything. It knows. Your heart knows, because they've shown it in the Hmm. graph. But I think it is quite important that we all do, you know, understand that. And especially women. I'm sorry. Men have always supported men along the way. Hey, the good old boys club. The good old boys club. And I think we need a good old gals club. Because I'm abroad. You know, the I, 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 broad club. I totally agree. And it, it still is the good old boys club and every single in working industry that I enter. Um, but what do girls do? Women tear each other down. Not all With, of them. Not all of them. A lot of them. A lot of them do. Is, but that's what I'm saying. And Tristan. they don't even believe they should be president. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like I the men have these women brainwashed. Okay, but you don't have true. to be argumentative. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying. You (laughs) see it and you don't like it. So buy that person a cup of coffee. Be kind. Show them that women care about women. Well, yeah. It's just that little thing. And I also think it's a real societal issue for women. We are brought up to vie for the man against each other and you've got to be prettier and you've got to do this because you're out to get the man you're going to win that husband over the, or that boyfriend over that other girl I mean, that's how we're raised in this for society mm. and if we were raised with with more compassion for each other Right. Um, it, it's just a. I think it's a societal thing. Uh, it is big time, and it's terrible. I just saw a trailer coming out at Christmas for The Little Women. Did you guys see this I did trailer? Not. No. Oh my god, it's great. Um, what's her name from Harry Potter? Isn't it? Um, Which one? The one who's Emma. in Beauty. Uh, Emma. No. Emma Watson. No, 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 Emma Watson. Emma Watson. 
you got to watch the trailer because at the very end of the trailer, and I never read the Little Woman books, but at the very end, she says it's all about how she says we as women are capable of humor and and talent and and um you know all these other things. And since when? Why is it okay? for our culture to just insinuate that what a woman needs is to find love with someone like with a man right because we are so much more than that it's but you know back in the day great. women were sold as chattel and, and, and dowries and all that shit but still they had no rights 100 it's years still ago no. in, though. It's still no. yeah but look at we it now have rights in the 1970s that's right it wasn't until right. 1976 that a woman could have her own credit card for God's sake, My right? God. And that's okay. not that, that long that ago. I mean, you guys weren't born, but that we wasn't. Were, I was. Oh, but I I will go ahead and tell you this. Back in the days, man owned everything, had ownership of everything, mm-hmm. and when the man got married, the wife took the man's last name because now she's property of him. Right. That's right. Why are that. we still taking yeah, their last that. name? It's changing. I mean, a lot. I, I don't, don't understand. There's a lot of people in my business, in the entertainment business, mm-hmm. that the women are choosing to keep their name. Yeah. That yeah. Is so. And then when the woman has the baby, she carries the baby, gives birth to the baby. The baby gets his last name. What did he get? What did he do? Well, he kind have of an orgasm. <laughs> had an orgasm. Oh, dear Jesus. I, you know, I can't wait for 50, 60, 100 years from now when the guys are actually carrying the babies. Oh, I know. That'll be but on oh, that note, that would be great. <laughs> but on that note, I want to thank everybody for, hey, Tone, you can cue the song, um, for watching another mm-hmm. episode of Between the Sheets here on United that Broadcasting Radio. Um, I want to thank Ken Phillips again and Margaret Cho for joining us. That was amazing. Um, fresh off the bloat, uh, margaretcho.com. You'll find all her information. Uh, YouTube, um, Between the Sheets with Gay Ann Bruno. Facebook, Between the Sheets. Oh my God, this is like so boring. Instagram, <laughs> QTE Brat. And Between the Sheets Podcast.com. Wendy? Pass the ERA. <laughs> We're signing this off. is Wendy Nathan. <laughs> Wendy Nathan. That's the ERA. Mara Shane. You can find me at Mara Shane Custom Designs on Facebook and Mara Shane. Cara Noble. Uh, Cara Noble and Cara Noble Voice on Facebook. I'm also on Quora. And I will be off for a whole month. I'm going to Europe. Nice. Roxanne Rosen signing off. You can find me on Roxanne Rosen on Facebook. And um, let's see, on September, hold on, crap. 20th. 20th. What are we doing? Well, it's just empathy. Get, empathy. I'm empathy. getting there. It's only the girls. Um, Cara's gone. Kim Sanchez is back. Yay. Um, and yeah. Sheena Metal will be joining yeah. us again. Is delicious coming? And Delicia. Yeah. Delicious is Delicia. back <laughs> after cool. her illness. And Yay. then. Um, the other cool part, hold on, I got I to gotta do this, hold on. We're in September, right? October 18th, we have Cherie Curry and Brie. Hey, come on, I'm not finished. We're only at 828. <laughs> this, is, this is the Oscars right now. Right. I keep getting louder. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't have to be promoting this shit if all of you were typing it every day like I am. Uh-oh. Jesus fucking Christ, am I the only one that does social media? I'm Um, doing three sides right now. I know you are. (laughs) All right, everybody. I love you. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night, all. Bye.